What's up, guys? We back for another episode of Into the Muse, and today I have the host and founder of the Bulgian O Network podcast, a podcast about creating genuine connections. What's up, Travis? How you doing? Nick, what's up, man? How's it going? I'm good, and you? Doing so, really well. Doing well. So, for those who don't know you, uh, could you just uh, give us a quick briefing on your career? Yeah, man. So I uh, I started off <clears throat> back in the day um, just doing doing door to door sales. Um, so because in college I basically was doing this um, like ministerial degree, and then by the time I was done in college, I realized I didn't really want to do a ministerial degree anymore. And uh, so, I, but at the at that point, I was you know graduated college, and uh, I was actually <clears throat> engaged or I, I was married when I graduated college. So. I had a wife to provide for and I bought my first house um, using this uh, income from this sales job that I had. And uh, so at that point, I was like, well, I got to figure something out. So I, I just kind of relied on the skill that I picked up in college, which was door-to-door sales and uh, kind of like f- went into that full force um, after I graduated. And just because I didn't have anything else to do, like nobody would hire me for anything else. I didn't have any other skill sets. I didn't have a, a different degree that I could use or fall back on. Um, so door to door was kind of what I was going to do. And then after doing that for a couple of years, I just kind of got, I looked into the future of doing that and just kind of got scared a little bit just because I was like, I, I don't want to be doing this long term. And this is, by the way, not to talk trash at all on door to door. I think it's a great industry and I have a lot of friends that make a lot of money and do it well into their, you know, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s and make a lot of money doing it. Um, I, it just wasn't for me. <clears throat> so I, uh, I knew that I wanted like freedom. I wanted impact. I wanted to be able to um, travel places and still make money when I'm gone. And uh, door to door wouldn't allow me to do that unless I owned a company, which I didn't really have a lot of interest in doing that um, either. So it was just kind of a, a decision of, well, what do I do next? And I, the answer was I didn't know. And so I, for the first time ever, dove into you know reading books, listening to audio books, came across podcasts for the first time. And after listening to a bunch of podcasts, I just kind of realized like, oh, I actually kind of like this medium a lot. This would be cool to start my own and kind of get to know people this way. And uh, that's kind of what brought us up to this point. Cool. So yes, uh, podcasting is a great way for networking. Uh, how long have you been doing podcasts? It's been over three years now, so like three and a half years or so. Um, we're over 500 episodes on Build Your Network, and so yeah, man, it's it's been a it's been a, like we put out we put in a lot of work in those three years. You know what I mean? Like if we were only releasing weekly, we'd be at like 160 episodes, but we're at 500 episodes. So we've been doing three a week for almost you know for three and a half years, and um, we're doing four a week now. So it, we've just been putting out as much as we can. Nice. Um, what are your tips for anyone who wants to start a podcast? Um, find your niche first off. Um, you know, if you're going to, well, I mean, it, it just depends, man. Cause it depends on, it depends on what your goal is with the show. You know what I mean? So it, it, there, there's two different goals. One's a hobby, one's a business. If you want a business, then you have to find a niche. If you want a hobby, do whatever you want. It's a hobby. You can do literally do whatever you want and just have fun with your friends, drink some beer in the garage and talk about your favorite sports team, right? Like do whatever you want. Yeah. Uh, but don't be upset if that show doesn't make any money ever. You know what I mean? So like if you want to start a business that is a podcast that makes you money, 
then you have to niche down and stay extremely consistent and just commit to doing it for the long haul. Cause it's a, it's a long-term game, man. You're not going to see a ton of results in the first month. Um, it's going to be something that will, it's, it's going to take, you know, a, a year or two years or three years of putting out consistent content all the time before you start building up an audience base. So um, <clears throat> it's, it's a, it's a long game for sure. So you gotta be, you gotta be willing to get in it for the long game. Um, so I thought those would be, those probably be, probably be the two things is niche down and stay consistent. Cool. Uh, how long did it take you before you were able to monetize your podcast? It was about six, seven months for me. Um, <clears throat> but it, it depends on the niche that you're in. Like if you're not in a business or educational type niche, then the, you're going to be hard pressed to monetize as early on as I did. There's definitely ways to do it and you can find ways to do it. Um, it's just not going to be as easy, uh, because, you know, I, I didn't have a large audience. I had like 150 downloads an episode or something like that. Um, but it was enough for me to put together like my first ever small mastermind group. It was like five, six people. It was like a thousand bucks for three months or something. Um, and I bought them all tickets to this conference that cost me like 800 bucks. So I made like $200 <laughs> per person. And I did like free coaching as a part of the mastermind. Like I, I, I net lost money and time on that first group, but I proved the, the idea that people were willing to pay um, for what I had to offer. And so that was kind of, I mean, it was, it didn't really make me any money, but it, in a sense, it made me all my money because um, I was able to do that pretty early on and figure out that like, oh, okay, so if I just keep putting in consistent work over time, then this is only going to get bigger and better every single time I, I launch a new product or a new group or something like that. So besides podcasting, what else do you do? So uh, the, the main thing is we just launched a software uh, company called Guestio. Uh, where we connect podcasters and content creators to guests and experts for their content. And uh, so it's basically just like a large marketplace online where you can go book guests for your show. In fact, I think this is where you booked me now. Yes, yes, it is. Yeah, cool. Yeah, awesome. So um, Guestio is the big project that we've been working on recently. Um, it basically allows us to um, um, uh, build a company that's very much like congruent with the educational stuff we've been doing for the last few years. Like we do a lot of podcast coaching, consulting, you know, podcast courses, communities, stuff like that. And so now we have like a software product that works very well for the people that we're training through our courses and training programs and coaching and everything. So um, yeah, the, that's, that's the, that's the biggest thing that we got going on is those two things is, is the podcast training company as well as the, uh, as well as Guestio, the software company. Cool. So how long did it take you uh, from coming up with the idea of Guestio uh, to implementing it and having it running? How long did it take that all of that to happen? Probably like all of 2020. Um, probably got the idea, I don't know, January or something like that. And then we started development in like April, April or May. Um, and, uh, and then launched a soft launch of the product in October. So, um, and then now we've just been making, been making tweaks and iterations to it on, you know, a weekly basis here and trying to make it better and better for the users that we have on the, on the site that are, you know, uh, the existing users that we have on the site. So, um, <clears throat> moving into 2021, it'll be a lot more focused on growing. Uh, but this, this first year has been idea, you know, development, soft launch, feedback, reiterations, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, you know, but really almost a, almost a full year at this point. Cool. Um, I want to go through these topics that are on Guestio. Um, so let's talk about your mindset. 
uh, what habit do you have that gives you most of your results? Habit that I have that gives me most of my results. It's a good question. Um, I would say gym time probably um, because I think that if you're not prioritizing your physical health, that everything else kind of suffers a little bit. And I speak from personal experience on that because I was, I was a, a athlete growing up. I was never overweight and I worked out all the time. And then about uh, right after I got married, I, you know, stopped working out. I ate like crap and I gained probably like 50, 60 pounds in um, like a year and a half. And I was about 200, I'm six feet, I'm six foot, six foot one. I was like 250 pounds at that point. And uh, a good weight for me is like 200, 205. And so uh, I, I gained a lot of weight and uh, didn't prioritize my health. And I saw how it affected every area of my life without me even realizing. I just, I just, I just didn't, I didn't realize I was putting on that much weight and then started reprioritizing my health and getting that back into, um, uh, back into the, the proper order. And, uh, and, and it started, positively affecting a lot of different things in my life. So um, I'm just a big believer in, in staying healthy and, and being in the gym. So I've actually got, I actually have COVID currently. And so in the last uh, few days, uh, the last like week, I haven't been able to leave the house or go to the gym at all. And it's been super, super weird. And so, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I would say that, 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 that one thing has a huge impact on, on what I do. But I'm sure that um, leading a good lifestyle, a uh, healthy lifestyle has helped you deal with COVID. Oh yeah. I mean, I would assume I can't, I can't, I can't think that it's done anything bad for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. um, I, I can't, obviously can't speak to other people's experiences, but, um, but yeah, I, it, I would assume that it, you know, uh, has helped me fight it off to, to some extent. Yeah. Um, I know back here in South Africa, COVID hasn't hit really that hard. I think it has to do a lot about the weather. Um, How's it that side? I know you have it. Um, is it bad? Quite bad over there. Um, I, I think there's a bunch of rising like case numbers and stuff across the U.S. at the moment. Um, I think some of that is largely in, due to the fact that we have such like readily available testing now. So just way more people are getting tested as well. Um, I'm not don't necessarily subscribe to the idea that it's like all over all of a sudden and we're you know. Um, have to go head back into lockdown or whatever, but you know, it is what it is at this point. I, I, I had some symptoms, you know, and it wasn't, it's not fun, you know, it's never fun to be sick or like have the flu yeah. or something like that. But for me, that's about what it was. It was just like a, a flu just with different symptoms and uh, just was a little bit, yeah, just different. It was just unique. It would, it, it felt like I was out of commission, but it was different than having a cold or having the flu. So, um, but, but yeah, obviously, you know, a lot of people experience a lot, a lot more difficult uh, time with it. So um, I can't speak to their experience. Yeah. Um, I heard there's a vaccine coming out. Are you going to take it? Yeah, I heard about that too. Um, I'm not sure to be honest. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll see. I, I probably not at this point. And now that I've had it, cause I think now that I have the antibodies, I, I can't get it again or something like that. I, I have to do some more research on it before I make a firm decision on that. But I, I, I don't, I don't think I don't, I never get the flu shot, the regular flu shot. So yeah. I, I don't know. I, I probably just take my chances honestly, cause it's, you know, I don't know. That, that's a whole different conversation. Cause you can talk about, <laughs> you know, the, how, the numbers are skewed and the death rate is it's still extremely, extremely small. So, um, yeah, I, I, I think there's possibly more harm that could come from some of the things that, uh, you know, a, a drug that was manufactured in six months. Um, so I, I'd, I would rather just stick to the gym and drink a lot of water and let my body do its thing. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. Um, but, uh, but obviously that doesn't work for all people. Cause you know, if you're in your late seventies and you have emphysema or something like that, or some other breathing thing or, you know, some other disorder or, or uh, problem, then you probably want to, you know, get the vaccine and take your chances against the uh, chemicals that they're putting into your body from a vaccine. You know what I mean? So sure. it just kind of, just kind of depends on, on the situation that you're in. I, I personally pro- probably won't, won't take it unless I'm, unless I'm missing some information that, that I get in the near future. Um, but, uh, but that's kind of where I stand right now. Cool. So what do you want to be known for? Like, what is the legacy that you want to leave behind? That's a good question, man. Um, I've tried to give that a lot of thought recently because I think that it kind of, kind of like is unclear at the moment. And, uh, so that's something that has been in the forefront of my mind recently of, of, uh, you know, where, where, where do I, where do I see myself being in another decade? You know what I mean? And I think that it's really important to take those type of reality checks every once in a while and uh, really kind of step back and ask yourself those types of questions. Um, at this point, like at this point, as, as specific as I can be is basically like somebody that made the lives of other people around him better and uh, that loved his family. You know what I mean? Like that's kind of the, that's kind of the big thing is like took care of my family and friends and then impacted the lives of anybody that came across, um, came across my life. You know what I mean? I just, I, I want the, the tagline of my show is remember to leave every relationship better than you found it. And that's kind of the way that I want to be remembered as somebody who left everybody a little bit better after having known me. So that's what I strive to do. Cool. Uh, thanks Travis. It's great having you here. Um, is there anything else you'd like to discuss? No, nah, man. I mean, that, that was, that was solid. I appreciate you having me on the show, Nick. Cool. Anytime, man. Sounds good, brother. Appreciate it. Thanks. Cheers. I hope you recover well.